Hi, and welcome to All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Welcome back to episode seven. Yay! We are going to move swiftly along because we have recorded this before and it <laughs> corrupted. And now Lauren has to go home and wash her hair. Nope, she can do that tomorrow. <laughs> Priorities. This is an argument we have every week. Because you have to keep fucking washing your hair on the day that we record. Stop. It's not my fault. It's my hair washing cycle. <laughs> we'll change it. Surely you can just wash your hair on a Saturday night. I have gone out on a Saturday night. What do you do? Wash my hair. <laughs> Get stuffed. What's beauty news? Uh, that's the tea on that. I have spits and spats of beauty news this week. Mm-hmm. Two foundation launches. We have the Nude Sticks foundation launch, which Lauren is very unsettled about, and she won't tell us why. <laughs> she doesn't like Nude Sticks. I have a question. Please. Isn't everything they do in sticks? Yes. Is and this it's a liquid? A liquid. Mm. What's the packaging look like? It looks like a tubey foundation. Okay. Yeah, like you squeeze it out. Like a tinted moisturiser. Yeah, like packaging. a tinted moisturiser. I assume yeah. it's going to be very similar to a tinted moisturiser. Okay. I would hope that it's dewy. I would hope that it's sheer. I don't think it will be. Because nothing that's been coming out lately is sheer. And I don't think that they're going to buck the trend. It's a bit shit. Um, Yeah, I'm really... I have not been excited about any foundation launch in... You don't sound excited. Since YSL Tusha Club. (laughs) I'm just so bored of them. What was the other launch? Um, The Kevin Aquan. Which I don't know much about, Lauren. Can you fill us in on that? Yeah, it's it's in a pot. It's like a balm consistency. It looks like it's going to be... When you say balm... Yeah. Like a lip balm? Like an RMS concealer balm? I would say almost like an RMS concealer balm. It looks like it's going to be a satin finish to it. Mm. Medium to full coverage. Oh, shoe foundations. No one does a good one anymore. No, nothing. No one. Nothing new good now. <laughs> In other news, Selena Gomez, by the Snoopy Spies of the world, has been found to be launching a beauty line, which is How exciting. How found? Don't care. Yes, you do. Shut up. That's enough out of you. How was so, it found? Women's Wear Daily reports that Gomez filed paperwork with the US Patent and Trademark Office to create a line of Selena Gomez beauty products, including fragrances, cosmetics, skincare, hair care, Soaps, body oils, moisturizers, the whole shebang. Here's why I don't care. Pick one thing and do good at it. Don't do all of that. Okay, no. I'm excited because she might be doing it with her makeup artist, Hugh Van Gogh. Yeah, that would be amazing. I'm excited because he's amazing, firstly. Selena Gomez is beautiful. She always looks flawless. The other thing that I think is really interesting is that she's filed for a patent. Like, you usually don't do that unless you've found some form of ingredient or a complex that you think is really phenomenal and that people are going to want to copy. Well, she's had a fragrance in the past, so maybe it's about her fragrance. Like, maybe she wants to patent that or... But you would trademark it. You wouldn't patent it. And also, you can't patent fragrance. That's why you get so many fragrances that are cheaper rip-offs of other fragrances. Oh, yeah, I know Is that you that. can't actually copyright it or patent them. So I'm really interested. I hope it's a prestige line. I really hope that she's not pulling a Britney Spears and releasing a really shitty fragrance. Well, it's not a shitty fragrance. It makes millions and millions of dollars a year. Mm. But a sugary fragrance. I hope it's something that's really nice and, like, a little bit more something mature. Something that she yeah. actually use herself. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, yeah. not something that she's making really cheap just purely to make money. Anyway. Um, <laughs> in other news, Tom Ford has launched high-end scientific skincare. They've come out with two products, the serum and the moisturizer. You're huffing and puffing. Go it's on. It's not scientific. Sorry. You well, can't call a product scientific if your third ingredient is petroleum. 
But the brand's called Tom Ford Research. <laughs> it's Vaseline. Well, they did research. <laughs> I'm really disappointed by this because Tom Tom Ford is a part of Estee Lauder. So to be a part of that family means that you have access to all of the ingredients and scientific research that has gone with all of that skincare. The fact that you haven't pulled something better than third ingredient petroleum is just Is that only in the cream? I'd be really interested shocking. to know what the ingredients of the serum are. Apparently they Silicon probably. Shut up. Apparently they asked the Estee Lauder science team to find out like the reason or like the science behind the depuffing effects of tea bags. Which I mean is interesting in itself, I suppose. But not but it's not groundbreaking. For, it's Is that for the eye cream? Uh no, that's just for the whole skincare line. It's meant to be like I guess a depuffing kind of eye. Tea bag inspired. Yes, tea bag inspired. <laughs> Do you want to know how much they're retailing for? Please. The concentrate is retailing for $450. (gasps) I can tell you that petroleum is not worth that. It's not even worth $4.50. So the serum, first ingredient is water. The second is dimethicone. I told you. I said it's going to be water, silicon, and petrol. So everyone's going to be like, it feels so nice on my skin. Yeah, third ingredient, glycol. I'm super, super super disappointed because they could have done something really amazing and I'm really surprised because having worked with Tom Ford previously they're so protective of their image and their branding I don't understand how this has happened I don't understand how they've released it and thought that this was going to do really well and that people weren't going to look at the ingredients in Mm -hmm. other beauty news the Jeffree Star Morphe collection happened this week, which has been Ooh. all over the interwebs. The launch party went off. <laughs> and he got the biggest fuck-off diamond necklace you've ever seen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so he said that it, that Morphe gave it to him because he'd never used, or he'd never asked for an affiliate code, or he mm-hmm. would never accept an affiliate yeah. code from Morphe. So therefore, as their gift to him, they gave him a fuck-off diamond necklace with J-Star encrusted in diamonds on it. <sighs> it would have cost... $100,000. Way surely. more than that. Way more than that. Um, so the collab includes an artistry palette, which is mostly bright colours, very Jeffree Star, pinks and greens. Um, the setting spray, the Morphe setting spray, but in like a strawberry scent, um, and a brush collection and some beauty blenders. So, I mean, nothing groundbreaking, but people go gaga for Morphe collabs. I think it's interesting because, yes, he's an influencer and Morphe has collabed with many an influencer, but he's already got his own makeup brand that does palettes and stuff like that. So I do think it's weird. It is it's, an interesting choice, isn't it? It's not an interesting choice. So the reason that they've done it is to gain different customers. So working together mm-hmm. means that Morphe customers hit the Jeffree Star um, followers. It also means that Jeffree Star hits the Morphe customers mm-hmm. who may not necessarily be Jeffree Star customers. So mm-hmm. it's a collab to ensure that they can expand their customer base. Probably a smart idea for Morphe, but I'm not sure if it's such a smart idea for Jeffree. Like, I feel like... Morphe targets most people, like affordable price points, lots of neutral colours. Like, they don't really do mm-hmm. very much fun stuff. Whereas Jeffree Star is, like, completely the opposite. It's kind of like the more kooky punk sort of makeup wearers, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah, but I think the difference is that Morphe is global now. It is, like, the fastest growing colour brand at the moment. It's worldwide. Mm. So they're opening retail outlets left, right, and centre. Yeah. Jeffree Star is not global. Yeah, true. Like, he definitely has a massive following in the States and in the beauty world. But Morphe is more than just the beauty world. So he is expanding his name a Mm. lot in this collaboration. Good for Jeffrey. Yeah. I'd also like a necklace like that. Yeah, me too. Or just, like, house things. You could buy a house with that. (laughs) (laughs) I am the sweatiest lady that ever existed. 
So week three, natural deodorant diaries. I've picked up this week the Kopari coconut oil deodorant from Sephora. This is based off my good friend Liv's recommendation. Good friend and longtime podcast listener. <laughs> and number one influencee. Like yes. she buys everything that we've mentioned on the pod. So this deodorant is basically coconut oil and other shit. It smells delicious. It does smell really good. It's in a stick form, so I'm not trying one of those pastes that you scoop out with your fingers and rub under your armpits. This one is more like a classic deodorant. Mm-hmm. The packaging's lovely. It's very solid feeling, which I enjoy very much. Yep. But my qualm has been that I smell this week. Mm. And I think that it could be because it's got the coconut oil in it. It might be a bit too hydrating for you. No, her last one was coconut oil and shea butter too. Oh, never mind then. I don't know if it's because I'm in the stink cycle currently. I'm still detoxing from using regular deodorant. Mm -hmm. And, like, I wouldn't say I smell bad. Like, I mean, (laughs) when you smell, you do smell bad. But I don't, like, I'm not radiating an aura of, like, BO, as far as I'm aware. So I'm going to give this deodorant a go for another week. See whether it is truly I that stinks or the deodorant that does not work. And if it doesn't work, then I'm really sorry, Liv. Oh, I should mention... Adrian really likes this one. Mm-hmm. So he obviously hasn't been having the same smell issue that I've been having, and he much prefers the application of this. He keeps saying, where's my deodorant? So I feel like he's really adopted Ooh, this yeah. one. Like, he likes this. And I would put it in the bag a day early to bring here tonight, and he was like, where's my deodorant? And I was like, oh, oh. it's in the it's in the bag in the hallway. <laughs> Calm oh, down. Geez, I like that you just share all of your beauty products. It's a bit disgusting. It's really cute. I think deodorant has overstepped the boundaries. What are all these empties in front of you, Alex? I bought a bunch of empties this week because I ran out of a bunch of stuff simultaneously this week because that's how life happens. Mm. So it's mostly boring. I ran out of my QV intensive with ceramides. I knew it was going to run out, and the day before I ran out, I went to Chemist Warehouse and bought a new one. So I've had. That's a really good sign of true love. It is true. Adrian actually says to me, Why do you moisturize every single night? And I'm like, Because this shit is the best. Mm. I'm like a baby. Yeah, it's so good. I've never had such young feeling skin in my life. No. In my 26 years of life. It's the best kept secret. It's not even a secret where I will shout from the rooftop. I do about shout. Yeah. Anyway, I've also been through my Bioderma um, regular micellar water. I also ran out of my Good Jeans lactic acid treatment because Adrian has been using this daily. Such a good product. Sunday rally. Fabulous. Not admitting that he's been doing it. Do you know I learned um, that lactic acid is really good for the skin because... <laughs> yes, why? Well, I know why it's good for the skin. Yes, tell us. But it's good for your back to your skin bacteria. It helps to feed the all your microbiome on your skin. Yeah, isn't lactic acid a prebiotic? Yes. Yeah. yeah. How fun is that? It's very fun. <laughs> <You're> fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and I also ran out of Fix Plus this week. Lisa, I have stacks. Bring I your might do next some, week. Yeah, I might do an empties next week. Let's move on to our favorite of the week. Dang. These products are so good. What's the deal? Yeah. What was yours, Lisa? What was yours? Please Do you tell. Go well, my favorite this week is the Hourglass 1.5 millimeter mechanical gel eyeliner in bronze. It's a neutral to warm brown bronzy eyeliner. The reason why it's so great is because it is 1.5 millimeters thick, which means, or, or thin, shall I say, which means that if you're really bad at eyeliner, it gives you a lot of wiggle room because if you do any bumps or mistakes, it's still so fine that there's not really an issue. It's also essentially a gel pot in a pencil form. So it goes on creamy. You've got room to manipulate it and then it sets. My reason that I've been loving it is because I often 
when I'm teaching people to do a winged liner or an eyeliner on themselves, I use this because it's fine. You can get a super flicky tip. And I actually think that you can draw a flick on with this because it's so fine. Mm. But what I do is scribble along my lash line. So sort of start where my lashes start, make it a little bit thicker towards the outer corner. I make it a little thicker and when it's still got movement to it, I just get a brush and then I pull it out so that I get a little mini snatch flaky eye flick. How does it go in your waterline? Have you ever tried it there? I never wear eyeliner in my waterline ever just because I don't like how it looks. But I put it on other people's waterline and it works fine. I know a lot of people that use it in their tight line. Yeah, I've used a black one on people's tight line and it's worked really well. Which is that upper lash line. This would be really pretty on a brunette. On a sorry person with brown eyes is tight line because the little flecks in it yes. would really bring out the eye color. It would be beautiful. You should try it. I actually really want to go and get these. One of these. I love the color. It's so nice. Yeah, it's really pretty. The canyon color, which I also own, is nice as well because it's a dark brown. Is it like a cocoa brown? It's yeah. It mm. gives you the like the depth of a black without the harshness of a black. So yeah. I like that. It's not a shitty and no brown. Shimmer? No, Matt. I really want to try that. I think I'd enjoy that because I want to. I'm trying to go down the realm of like replacing my black winged liner because it's just it's it's a look for every single day. It is particularly and, when you weep it off. Yeah, and I feel like brown could be a good like softer solution. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's really hard to find a brown liquid liner that doesn't have any shimmer in it. So hard. Why is yeah. it so hard? Because I've got know. the Bobbi Brown one and that's got a shimmer. And it's I've so also pretty got... Bobbi Brown do do one without shimmer, though. In a gel pot. I don't want a gel pot. Oh, don't, you don't give want me that espresso gel, gel pot. Bell, mm. Oh, I bell really jot. like a gel pot. Yeah. I got over it. I ran through she's, my brushes look, too she's quickly. Done, yeah, yeah she's done everything. Which is why this is actually good, though, because it's the consistency of a gel pot, which is quite easy to work with, but it's in a pen yeah. mm. clicker version. And to be honest, I would say if you were doing like a bigger flick than what I like to wear, you could probably draw it just with this tip because yeah. it's so small. Yeah. The only downside is that it's quite small in terms of length and diameter, so you really only get... We theorise about like a month's use out of it. Mm. Um, if you're using it daily. If you're using it, yeah, pretty regularly. But for that reason, the price is cheaper than another brand that would be at Hourglass's price point, like for their eyeliner, so yeah. it's okay. And they do do the black in a three-pack so that you can just like bulk buy for that person that, you know, wears it in the tight line and the waterline and does a flick with it and wears it every day. Yeah. Fabulous. For sure. Because so stressful when you do that last click and you got nothing left. Yeah, you've got nothing there. I think it's important to say why it has such little product in there as well. Because it is that gel consistency. It can dry out really easily. Yeah. Which is why they keep it really small to ensure that your product doesn't dry out and you're getting the most use out of it that you can. That's really true because I do find that the texture of this is actually quite similar to my sort of old favourite liner, which is the Stiller Smudge Sticks, which I always said were like, felt like a gel you have room to smudge them and then they set. Yeah. However, when my smudge sticks start to get old or when, like, the lid sort of doesn't fit perfectly on it anymore, yeah. the outer rim dries out, but the middle is technically not dried out, but, like, you can't use it anymore because no. the outer's hardened. Yeah. Um, so, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and I just think that the packaging of this, the click, like, it's very tight to the... Like, you know, it clicks and it really clicks on, whereas some eyeliner pencils... Yeah, it doesn't the, There's almost a bit of bounce back they when you put the lid and, back on yeah. and it just doesn't get so airtight. So I think, although that is obviously, like, a kind of flaw, the rest of it sort of makes up for it. Loz, what's your fave this week? My fave this week is the Cover Effects Illuminating Setting Spray. So... It's like that classic noise you hear the YouTubers do. Yes. Mm. So it's almost sounds like a paint can to me. 
this illuminating setting spray, you need to shake it to make sure that you can get the glowy illumination from the bottom mixed through the product. It is alcohol free. It is vegan. Um, I can't remember what else Cruelty it is. free. Cruelty free. All vegan. of that jazz. All of Cover FX is cr- cruelty free and vegan, isn't yes, it? Which all I think of it. is really cool. It's a very so safe brand. Cover FX, I think, is one of the only color brands, prestige color brands, yes. that are completely vegan. Um, their products are really great. I love this setting spray. I really like a very glowy appearance, as we've discussed a number of times. Yep. And this really gives it to me, especially at the end of the day when I feel like I'm just looking a little bit deadpan. They do have four different mists. So they've got a matte one. They've just got a regular setting spray, a dewy setting spray, which you would love, Lisa. Mm-hmm. I'll bring it for you next week. You can try it. And then the illuminating setting spray. So the illuminating is my favorite. It's 120 mil, so it's actually really so quite you large. you say it's $120 because I'm just used to you saying no, things like that. <laughs> pretty affordable, actually. It's only $1,300. <laughs> I mean, when you think about cost per use, it's only like $5 a use, and I would totally pay that. <laughs> <laughs> I sprayed before we recorded this because we know I like dewy and not necessarily like illuminating yeah. glowy because my skin is so dry that the uh, shimmer often sits on the top. Yeah. And it was, and um, when I immediately sprayed it, it was sort of sitting on hairs that I didn't know I had on my face. That has settled, but look at my crow's feet. Yeah, they're, they're metallic. Yeah. They are metallic, yeah. But so bad. Think, do you also think that it may have been because you sprayed it onto a very dry face? No, like your face is very dry. Yeah. No, no, but you know when you do your makeup first thing in the morning and you're still, like, not completely set and then you spray it no. so that it can all kind of blend together? This is literally what any form of shimmer your life. on my face looks like. Fair enough. The dewy curious. one could be really good for you then. Yes. The pump is really great, though. It has, like, a very nice, fine mist, and it keeps... It's so nice. It's, like, grated. Yeah. Is that a word you would use? Like, as you press down, it continues to spray. Yeah, and it's, like, this really light um, mist rather than just, like, right in your face. Complete opposite to MAC Fix Plus, which is, like, a fire hydrant. Yeah, (laughs) 100%. And I have never seen any other form of mist that isn't from a very expensive prestige brand to have such a good, fine mist come from the pump. I think it's only about 40 Australian dollars, and it's 120 mils, and I have had this for probably almost a year, and I'm not even halfway through it. It's because the mist is so damn fine. It's so fine. Mm. I love it. Anyway, you can get it at Sephora, and I highly recommend. Yeah. What's yours, Elle? Mine is the Lush Rose Jam Bubble Room. Speaking of... Speaking of your expensive bath... It's only $8 per bath, and I can get two baths out of mine because I have a small child size bath that I bathe in. <laughs> I just want to say that $8 per use. No, $4 per use because I cut them in half. A lot more expensive than any of the products that I recommend. Yeah. So. Yeah, I find Lush to be exorbitantly expensive. For the I ingredients agree. that they use. I really agree. Lush is expensive, but no one else does anything like it. So. Cool. Until someone comes and does a lush and does it cheaper, yeah. I will continue so to buy them. do a bath bomb? It's not a bomb! It's, a bath it's bath a bubble room! <laughs> <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't oh understand gosh. the bubble room concept, a bath bomb, you throw in a full bath of water, and then it is made of sodium bicarbonate, and it just, like, fizzes, fizzes. in your bath. I what? bought my five-year-old nephew for his birthday a bath bomb, and it was the intergalactic from Lush. Oh, I used that as well recently. And it turned his bath blue and glittery. Yeah. 
Amazing. But Beautiful. what adult uses, like... Me. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally like, you were looking at her. <laughs> you were looking at the adult who uses the Galaxy Bath Bomb. Also, I'll have you know, Jamie Genevieve loves a blush bath bomb because she used to work for Lush. Yeah. I guess they are fun. And do you know what I don't like about a bath? Sitting, staring at my, like... <laughs> at your nakedness. <laughs> yeah, and my boobs, like, floating in the water. <laughs> it's true. It's so gross. So if you make the bath water, like, opaque, I guess it would be much less hideous. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain a bubble rune to anyone who's never been to Lush. So I've explained what a bath bomb is. And a bubble rune is a bubble bar in the shape of a macaroon, which is why they're called bubble runes. It's, it's joined in the middle with, like, a cream. And then there's two burger-like buns on either side Um, and you crumble it into your bath you don't throw it in like a bath bomb and when you crumble it in under running water it foams like a bubble bath Mm. and that's why it's called a bubble rune anyway they are my life rose jam is my favorite scent it's like a lemony rose uh, lemony rose yeah not granny rose not granny Um, rose and uplifting a bit berry well, you also I just think it smells like lush. It really just smells like the smell of lush. It's the most beautiful thing ever. If you want to live the bougie life, just buy a couple of them and keep them in a, I don't know, a fucking basket in your like bathroom. Like an Easter basket that you'd har- carry oh, in a parade. exactly what I was thinking. A wicker basket. <laughs> You're <laughs> such an old lady. Keep, if you want to delight your guests, yeah. keep them in a wicker basket in your bathroom. That shit's too expensive, I guess. That's $8 a use. That no, smell will delight their senses, and that's yeah. what you need in your life. I think as well, with the like bubble room, no, the bubble bars and stuff... Yes. Um, you can really break them off into much smaller portions so that yes. it's more like $2 a bath. Yes, like I said, I pay $4 per bath because I cut that in half. Yeah. I also find when <laughs> How I How many use... baths do you have a week? Oh, I've, I've had a, at least $18 worth of baths this week. <laughs> so you're having about $80 worth of baths a month. Oh, my God. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Mm, bon appetit. So good. Snacks. My favorite of the week is from Costco. How about that value? Um, <laughs> Inno Foods, almond nuggets in dark chocolate. With whole seeds, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, and chia seeds, all of which you can hear stuck in my teeth right now. I can. Mm, so sorry. <laughs> it is little nuggety goodness, and they're all a regular shape with chocolate-covered almonds and those um, seeds. I feel like they're quite high in, like, protein and fiber and, like, fat, so they're, they're quite sustainable. They're probably a keto delight. No, they've got sugar in them. Oh, yeah. Like, lots of sugar. 3.6 grams of carbs per serve. How many? 
One serve Nuggets is probably is per, per hundred grams. It's is that twenty or sixteen? Yes, yeah, twenty. It's not really a keto delight. It's not a keto delight. Hashtag if it fits your macros. However, <laughs> it's not a keto delight, but it is vegan, gluten free, and FODMAP friendly. So it's a really good all rounder snack, and the ingredients are pretty good. Um, I don't know, crunchy, delicious. This this has been my. I want something really naughty, but I'm going to have something semi naughty instead. I like them. They're very rich. Yeah, they are very rich. They are really nice, though, and it doesn't taste like you're eating nuts. So I think if you're someone that needs to increase your almond and just, like, seeds in general intake, this could be a good option. Yeah, well, they're not particularly nutty. I feel like there's definitely more seeds than there is almonds. But the almonds are higher up in the list, I'm pretty sure. But I think you just chop the almonds up quite a bit. Do you Mm. not think that they taste, like, slightly... Um, chocolate crackly. Yeah, they do. Yeah, no, they 100% do, yeah. which is really surprising because chocolate crackles are terrible for you. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say terrible. I thought they're you were going to stop there. And I was like, they're um, good, terrible for they're you. A childhood dream. They do taste <laughs> like chocolate crackles. It's interesting. Mm. The chocolate and the coconut. Mm. Yeah, they're really yum. Yeah, I was actually going to strategically save these for my for the vegan episode so that I had a snack, and I was like, no, Lisa, just do it. So, oh, so I they're think, not vegan. They, why? Chocolate's not vegan. It's got. It's just got coke. It's seventy oh, percent cocoa, cocoa butter. Mass and yeah, cocoa yeah. Butter. No, you're right. They Carry are. on. <laughs> so that would make my product of the week because the hourglass is cruelty free and vegan, and my snack of the week vegan. I've just realised I haven't said whether any of my products are cruelty free or vegan, but I can tell you that I think the deodorant is. But let me just double check. Yeah, no, it a hundred percent is. Lauren knows. I know that brand. Lauren knows. It says fat. it's vegan. Woo! Yep. Lauren. My snack of the week is amazing. I ate it already. Yeah, Lisa's already eaten it. Did you eat all of it? No, no oh, because good. you bloody took it away from us. Good, no, no, Didn't flat you? lays, flat lays. <laughs> Need it for the flat lays. So anyone who knows me knows that how much I love Maltesers and how much I love mint. I didn't know you had a Malteser obsession. Oh my god, I'm Maltesers so are my favourite. Do you buy the jumbo packs? Yes, and like I eat it all handle? on my own. Like, I love it. I the love bucket. Maltesers. Mm. The buckets are the best thing ever. At Christmas, they brought out the mint Maltesers, which I sent a photo to my friends in London, and I was like, my dreams have come true. This is all I've ever wanted. This is the perfect snack. And I'm telling you, this is like a game changer. And, like, no one replied. They were like, no one wants this. <laughs> and I was like, everyone wants it. It was perfect. And then they discontinued it, and I bought, like, as many packets as I could find because mm. it was the best thing ever. And ate them all in a week. <laughs> yes, I did eat them all in a week, and I literally, no joke, put on three kilos that week. Story my life I was like I'm gonna save all of the hot cross buns from Easter this year and keep them in the freezer and then I ate them all they're also hot cross buns are one of those things that aren't as good reheated once they've been frozen yeah it's a sad time I've never done that anyway anyway so this week I was perusing the snack aisle before work one day and I saw that Maltesers who had recently brought out the Malteser block had now brought out the Malteser mint block stop the press yeah you know, I'm actually shocked because as we know, I've eaten every snack and I have eaten the regular Malteser. Yeah. But I hadn't seen the mint. I literally think that it came out, like, either the day or a couple of days before I found it. I'd say you're rivaling me for, like, new snack chocolate discoveries. Like, yeah. you're really on top of it lately. You guys I'm are really impressed. not on top of beauty news, but you're very on top of snack <laughs> news. <laughs> it's because on top of both. every second day we're like, it's been a shit day, let's go and get snacks. <laughs> and then we walk down to Coles and we get snacks. Anyway, so I bought this. I had really, really high hopes. My hopes were met. However, 
slightly disappointed it isn't quite minty enough for me. It's a subtle mint. Which I think is a crowd-pleasing mint, because Alex, you enjoyed it, yeah? As yeah. A, yeah, as a non-mint lover, I think that you could pull... Like, I'm not a hater, but I'm mm. not a lover. Which is interesting, because I think with mint, you either love yeah. mint chocolate or you hate it. No, I, mean, I, sit, I sit in the middle. Yeah, which is rare. I think it is rare. rare. Yeah. I'm happy to be rare. Yeah. I wish, so the Malteser pieces are just regular Malteser pieces. They're not mint Malteser pieces mm. like they were in the mint Maltesers. I wish that the Malteser pieces in it were mint flavoured as well. But hey, I'm not going to hate on it because pick I have a new mint chocolate bar. So look, pick your battles where you can take them. It's bloody brilliant. It's also on sale for $3 at Coles. So go and get it. Mm. So good. Cadbury was also two blocks for six. Yes. True. I did that. Of course you did. <laughs> oh, that's why we tried Moro as well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Al, what's yours? My snack's a shit snack that you guys are going to hate. It's a Lauren's Cousin's Cake of a snack. So, my snack this week, because I'm trying to be hashtag health life and look after my microbiome, <laughs> lol, is sauerkraut. No. <laughs> this is the worst snack of the week we've ever had. <laughs> False. False. <laughs> Let me tell you why it's great. So I went to um, the Bougie health food store because I was looking for a Bougie sauerkraut. Because I'm going to be sponsored by the Bougie health food store. Legit. Also, can we find out what the Bougie healthcare store is called? So the one near my house is called Jeffrey's and the one near my mum's house is called Apples and Sage. Anyway, hmm. Jeffrey's Provadore is <laughs> amazing though. Oh my God, is that how you say that word? Provador, Provadore. I've called it Provador my whole life, but I think that's me. I might have just white. butchered or it. Or did you make it? I think I made it French. <laughs> <laughs> or Italian. I don't even know Provadore. Provadore. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> How embarrassing. Yep. Yes. So I wanted to buy an expensive fancy one because I've had sauerkraut in the past. I bought a jar from, or a tub more like, from Costco because mm. I was like, I'm going to be healthy. And then I never ate it and it literally sat in the fridge for so long that I was like, can fermented things go off? I don't think so, but I'm going to throw it in the bin. Mm. So I bought really. a small jar of sauerkraut. It's white cabbage and it's flavored with smoky jalapeno, very subtle cracked pepper and a slight amount of coriander seed in it Yum. and it's delicious and I ate it on salt and vinegar chips <laughs> oh, ew what <laughs> and that's my snack of the I week I won't knock it until I've tried it but it's also pretty vinegar in itself my friend Meg eats kraut out of the like just like eats Yuck. kraut with her like on a spoon I would have really oh, liked it on a piece of sourdough with some bitey tasty cheese mm. and sauerkraut on top mm. I think that would have been mm. the best way to eat that but I didn't have those resources with me at work, so I had to eat it on a salt mini chip. Do you know what it also would be delicious with? <laughs> what? Like Christmas ham. Yes, yes, mm. so good. Do you no. not like fermented mm. foods? No, I'm going to pass on You're all so of this. You're so beige, Loz. It's great for the gut. It's great for your microbiome. My microbiome's fine. It's okay, not. rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my snack of the week. I like it. I think it's not even close to Loz's cousin's cake or crab in a bag. Oh. Um, I think it definitely is. It's not. It is. How is it not? I don't know. Did I, I say it was from a brand called The Fermentary? Anyway, no. that's the brand. It's made in Dalesford. <gasps> oh, nice. You should visit the fermented food place. Actually, both me and Brenton love fermented food, so oh, yeah. do it. They do, like, kefirs and they do... Pickles? Yes, and they do... Oh my goodness, they make mustard out mm. of the kraut juice. Ooh. I know. Ooh. <laughs> As someone. No, that's yum. It's just vinegar and like cabbage and whatever else they pickle it with. Salt and sugar. Salt and sugar, yeah. Um, As someone that has been known to drink pickle juice, yeah. I'm there. You'd love it. 
I'm gonna walk around like Pac-Man. Look, 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 look. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need to ask if I'm orange. <laughs> it's time. What's it time for? Trial. What did we try? Juno's sponge. <laughs> Which are a microfiber beauty sponge. This Ugh. feels like shit. I hate the way it feels. Anyone who has known oh, me for longer Oh, I got the pink than, one. Yeah, and Lisa I got had the blue, the blue one. one. Supposedly they have varying levels of coverage. We don't really know because we didn't really do a very good sort of blind yeah. test. Yeah, I shopping. also have the yellow one. I don't even think you can buy the yellow one in Australia, but that's classic Loz. You can buy blue and pink. <laughs> um, yellow was probably just sent to Lauren for Christmas from the brand and it doesn't even exist. Yeah. <laughs> in a it's probably got test. her name um, engraved on it. Next time I would like a pink please. They're about $9, so that's Cheap. fine. Really affordable. Cheap. Anyone that's known me for longer than a day knows that I have texture issues, and then I struggle to touch things like cotton wool, wooden sticks, and also microfiber. So I was really nervous about this. <laughs> However, I'd say it feels more flocked than, like, a microfiber cloth. Like, yeah, if I, I have to wipe the bench down with a microfiber cloth, my hands, all of the moisture is sucked <clears throat> out of my hand and feeling. into the microfiber cloth, yeah, and I can't touch it. This is not Every so time I touch microfiber, I feel like it sticks to the ends of all of my fingers and yes, like every eh, every stray eh, skin so follicle. And it's oh, I'm not so bad if the microfiber is fully drenched. Still don't like it, but not so bad. With these, obviously you dampen them before you use them so it doesn't absorb your product. And the second I damped it, I was like, oh, this feels a little bit better. I can't even think of what I would describe this feeling as, but it feels like a very soft, very short-haired teddy bear. Do you know what it feels like? What? Those fake grass. Oh my god, I was actually going to say that, but then... The reason... No, yes, I thought it was too You know those statues that are like green? It's like a rabbit and and it's made of fake fake grass. Oh! But they're spiky. So if you like touch that with your, like an open palm, those rabbit animals, Hmm. they will be a bit spiky. This isn't spiky, it's very soft because it's shorter and denser, I think. Mm. Anyway, day one, I tried this with my Hourglass Vanish Foundation. Mm. I've never looked worse in my life. (laughs) Why? So I wet the sponge thoroughly, but it never feels wet, which is fucking weird. That's the point of it, though. And I hated it. Anyway, it didn't... It blended my foundation in. However, because it didn't absorb any of it and it didn't apply any wetness to it, it sat on top of my skin and it looked like a mask. It genuinely looked like, you know, if someone was to claw your face with their fingernails, I would have fingernail lines in my yeah, foundation. Yeah. That's mm. how, like, full coverage on and which, on top it looks. Which foundation? The Vanish Stick? Yeah. Which is my go-to fave. Yeah. Then I learned, I, the next day I was smarter about it and I was like, all right, sponge, you want to play me? I'm going to give you my sheerest foundation and we'll see what you do to that. So I tried it with MAC Face and Body the next day and I loved it. Did a great job. Ah. Yeah. So, life hack, use it with a really light coverage foundation. Well, I was doing that. Yeah, because you always wear light coverage. Day one, tried it with Laura Mercier foundation. Yeah. I felt like one, I'm confused because it feels like it absorbs no product, but it looks filthy. Like, I feel like it's stealing my product it's even though... It sits on top. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't steal that much of your product. I have never seen my pores look so big as mm. when I've used this. For some reason, it makes my pores look really big, and I felt like I was getting full coverage. Like, I was getting good coverage out of it, but I was also feeling like I was also getting, like, puddles of water on my yeah. face at the same time. When I used it with my concealer... The Glossier Stretch Concealer, which is everyone's like, yeah, nice concealer, but not enough coverage. I felt cakey. Like, yeah. it was really... If you want to use something to give you the most out of your product, yeah. 
go for this. 16-year-old Alex would have loved this sponge. <laughs> um, I've just... I've been for a facial and been told, like, you've got the tightest pores. We can't even get anything out of them. And I looked so poorly mm. for every day that I tried it. Also, I don't like the shape because this, when you when it goes under the water, it really expands. Yeah. I found it too big because it's got, like, an angled flat side. I found that too big to get under my under eye. I use my hands for foundation. Yeah. I'm like a solid convert Mm -hmm. to hands. Happy to use a Real Techniques beauty sponge or a beauty blender brand beauty blender. I see where this has a purpose, but I don't like it. However, I did use it. I've seen, I think her name is Hannah English. Listen to it. That is enough to send me. Oh. <laughs> I've got goosebumps. I hate that so much. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure her name is Hannah English or Ms underscore Hannah underscore E. And oh, I is, follow her. Yeah, she's like a um, scientist researcher, does a lot of stuff about sunscreen. Mm. She wrote an article and posted some stuff on Instagram about this sponge saying this is a perfect way to reapply your sunscreen throughout the day. Oh. Because... I guess my complaint is that it sort of sits on top and didn't, like, smush things in. But that's perfect if you want to reapply your sunscreen without mm. disrupt- disrupting everything underneath. I pushed my sunscreen over the top of my foundation with that sponge. No issues. Absolutely no issues. So I will be keeping mine for that purpose. How fabulous is that? Like, there's not literally... many myths in the Australian market either. No, there's not. I've been meaning to buy the cooler one online. But even then, it's really tricky to make sure that you're getting enough SPF with a mist. Like, you have to use way more than you think to get the protection. Yeah. So I love this. I don't have to buy a new product for it. All right. I'm happy for you for that. If you wore sunscreen, you'd be excited about it too. I'm trying. Um, I actually quite like it. It's definitely not something that I would use regularly. I don't like that it's not really squishy. What shocks the pants off me that you like it? What's your normal method? I usually put everything on with my hands, except I use a beauty blender to blend out my under eye cream, Mm. under eye concealer. So you really only use it under your eyes? My beauty blender? No, this. No, I use that to apply oh, okay. as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. to try it out. Um, I think it would be really good if you really liked a full coverage, yeah. but not a stick. I think that maybe yeah, the no, consistency of choice. the stick is really what's been an issue. You need that liquid yeah, feel to it. Yeah, it was a disaster. It. Honestly, I, I have never looked worse in my life. <laughs> yeah. I have also heard that it's the perfect pair with the Too Faced Born This Way foundation. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, a true testament to this sponge. Five out of five if you want the fullest coverage of your yeah, life. It does. And I don't know how it does it. Yeah, I don't know that how is it, odd. I don't know how it makes you so full coverage. You just must be absorbing so much more product than you ever think you are on your hands and in a beauty blender. But I like mm. it. I don't mind it underneath my eyes. I actually also have the really mini micro ones I think I'd like under the that, eye area. I that ginormous. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I actually think I have one in my bag in the car. You can try it. Yeah. Um, which I have kept in my bag and I've actually used dry a couple of times. Yeah. Which I don't mind. You definitely still have to blend it in with your fingers, but it's a good way to apply it on the go. I want you to try it with the sunscreen hack. I could try it. Yeah, I'll try yeah. it with the sunscreen hack this week. I'll try it with the sunscreen hack too. Yeah. With my new serum sunscreen. Yay. Oh, yeah. that I reckon that would be a really good one with it. Yes, I do think it would work really well with the ultraviolet sunscreen. Look, if you're looking for something full coverage and a, quite a cheap and affordable sponge, like this is a really good option mm. for you. Agree. Yep. Give it a go. Yeah. But I just want to look damp, okay? 
Okay, this week I wanted to change the topic of beauty breakdown. I wanted to move a little more away from skincare and ingredients and talk about a product that I think is quite hit and miss or like you love it or you hate it in the makeup world. And Divisive. That is, yeah. Prime. And also misunderstood. Yes, for sure. So my number one thing when someone comes in and asks me, I want a primer, I often ask them, what do you want your primer to do? And I'd say seven times out of ten, the customer doesn't know Mm-mm. what they want their primer they to do. They just say, I want to make my makeup last longer, and you're yeah. like, Yes, okay. but sometimes not even that. Sometimes people, I think, want primer because they have heard that you use a primer. Yeah, it's a buzzword. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm certainly not one of those people that thinks that primer is just, like, a selling... Like, you know how people are like, oh, primer, it's just to sell you another thing. Yeah. Well, it's not... Mm-mm. But I think that people are confused by primers and sort of use the wrong one. And Oh, definitely. That's so weird. Yeah. So what do you think off the top of your head functions of primer? So many different things. Pore refining. Yep. Hydrating. Yep. Longevity. Colour correcting. Yeah. that They're the ones that I think of. And did we say like glow illuminating? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's my favourite. They're, they're what I think of mm. when I think of primer. It, to me, every primer should make your makeup apply better, better smoother, yeah. and should make your makeup last longer. Yeah. And then most of them should have one added feature, whether that be um, correcting for sallowness or correcting for redness or giving glow or hydrating or smoothing pores. Yeah. What are your favourite primers? Oh, my God, so many. I'm really? I'm going to start by yeah. saying that I don't use a primer. Do you notice a difference when you wear primer and when you don't? I couldn't tell you the last time I wore a primer. So... Product of the, ne- product of the week next week. I am making a primer. Yeah. So I, <laughs> the last primer that I bought would have been probably the Too Faced Hangover primer. Yeah. And... I love that. Yeah. I like it. It made... it. I like it because it made me more dewy looking. Like it made my foundation slightly dewier and it made me hydrated and also it's got probiotics in it, which yeah. I really liked on my skin. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the purpose of like whether or not it improved the look and appearance of my foundation, probably didn't feel like it did. Mm-hmm. Could have lived without it. And recently, I've been using the Laura Mercier, Laura Mercier, Laura Mercier, Laura Mercier. Laura Mercier. Yeah. Um, I've been using the illuminating primer from her, yeah. which is I don't know how to describe it other than that it's illuminating. It's got a glow to it, not a sparkle, but a glow. Yeah, and, and I think it's, it's mildly silicony, like it's mm. a bit yeah, smoothing. Yeah, mildly. Yeah. I use that once a week. But other than that, I just like to use a nice face oil and a sunscreen, and that's my pre-foundation. So proud of you for adding sunscreen in there. Thanks. No. Loz, what's your favourite? I have a few. I actually really like the Laura Mercier one. Oh, the good. The Radiance one. I don't like that. Like yeah. it on other people, don't like it on me. Yeah, too well, it's because it's, yeah. It's and it's too illuminating. Gives you too illuminating. Yeah. You. you will tell by what I like was yes. what I like, which we all know. It's illuminating. Mm-hmm. The next one that I love is the Charlotte Tilbury Wonder Glow. So this is hyaluronic yeah. mm. in it as well as being a little bit glowy. Is that the face cream? No. no. Oh. No. It's not. No. <laughs> Sorry, I tried to think of the name of the face cream to tell you what it was. Magic but... cream. Yes, that's what it is. I'm here for you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I really, really like that. But if I don't want to use that and I just want something really quick and easy and a little bit more color correcting, I really like the Becca. Oh my gosh, is it called? Backlight Priming Filter. The purple one? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Backlight Priming Filter. I've always wanted to try that. Yeah, See, it's really nice. I... That's the only illuminating primer that I like because I find it really not. Did glittery. you buy that with me? 
Yes, but I don't yeah. like the purple one as much. I actually prefer the original. Do you? Oh, yeah. I like the purple one because I need a little bit of radiance in my face. Yeah, well, so that I use a lot on clients. Mm-hmm. My favorite primer really strongly is... Still a one-step correct? Uh, no. I have my yes. one of my closest friends. Is it, that's her holy grail. Yeah. That's many of my family members, and I use that for from like yeah. the age of... 17 to 24, I would say, yeah. would still be happy to use it because that is a tiny bit smoothing, a tiny bit hydrating and color correcting. Yeah. And that you can wear on its own. That I used to wear to uni, like just to stop myself looking Fun red. fact, Adrian yeah. wore it on our wedding day. Yes! Stop it! Yeah, I think, did I make him do that? Well, like he wanted something and yeah. I was like, that's a good yeah, thing Yeah, you were to like, do. this is perfect. And yes. then it was. And that's I was really like, cute. Make sure you blend it through your beard because otherwise you'll have green yes. splodges in your beard. Yeah. But, you know, oh my God, that's so really cute. a lot of people refer to it as the swirly primer. It's got a swirl that color corrects and it kind of picks what you need. So if you're red, it'll the green tends to work. And if you're sallow, the purple tends to lift. Like mm-hmm. It's really good. Love that. But no, my favorite is the Smashbox Primerizer. Of course. Um, oh, yeah, you do just love makes that. my foundation wear so much better because it's got a good amount of hyaluronic acid yeah. in it. And I feel like it makes my skin look better as I use it. I've never love. actually used that. Yeah, I think... Can we all agree that that's going to be the product of the week next week to try? I'll give you some. Yeah, yep, that's fine. Um, my other favorites for like different people, I'd say yes, love the Becca. Yeah. Um, if I want illuminating for someone that is a bit more oily, Hourglass Veil really like it can't, oh, be, yeah. it can't be beaten. Cult favorite, absolute really cult is. favorite. It's a little siliconey, but not too siliconey. It has a very soft lilac whiteness to it, which color corrects on a fairer to medium skin tone. Yeah. And it makes everything that goes over the top of it water resistant. Waterproof, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. yeah. However, you cannot wear it when you're taking photos because no. you'll get some serious flashbacks. I don't think it's serious. I, I would the serious. amount that I use because I don't use it over the whole face on anyone that I've used it on. I've never seen them have flashback in photos. I think most people though wouldn't be doing it targeted like you would in a makeup application. It'd be pumping their they'd hands and they're rubbing it on. it on their face. True. I've I've used it on like brides and it's been fine and bridesmaids and it's been fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, use with caution. Um, I do like Hangover Primer as well. Love One Step Correct. I think they're my favourite. Touches yeah. Silk Canvas is having a bit of a moment at, um, at the moment. That is quite um, silicony and that is quite good for someone that wants just smooth pores. Mm-hmm. And Smashbox, the original primer, is quite yep. smoothing. My worst nightmare, oh, so silicony, but so super silicone. great for someone that's got open pores or a bit of like rough texture on their face. Really yeah. Or a bit oily. Yeah, 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 I love yeah. a primer. I also wear the Becca one on its own as well. Yeah. If I just want a little bit of a glow and uh, make myself look a bit alive if I'm going to brunch or something, I should probably just chuck try that a on. primer. I reckon yeah. I'd wear less foundation if I wore a nice color correcting primer. You would. You, just, you would. You definitely don't would. need enough that no. much. And it makes everything just go on so much smoother, and I find everything blends a lot easier when I have that base underneath. Yeah. I think that everyone needs to ask themselves. What is my primer doing for me? Or what do I want from my primer before they use one? Because I would say they are not essential, but I definitely notice a difference. If I don't use it, my makeup doesn't look as good. 100%. And it does not last as long. Fab. Okay, guys. We are finito. Time for us to go. I really need to go wash my hair. I need to go to bed. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Chuck us a follow on Instagram at allbasiscovered.pod. And we'd love it if you could shout us out to your friends and fam. Please spread the word. 
yeah, yeah. about how awesome we are. The <laughs> world's best kept secret. <laughs> <laughs> and tag us in your photos when you are listening. Let us know what you're doing. We love to see it. We'll see you next week with another episode. Bye. Bye. See you later. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 